You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Tuesday, everybody, and it's time for Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Let's play it on this day, November the 23rd into Wednesday, November the 24th, Thanksgiving week. Hope everybody's doing well. It's the Lions and Bears. Coming up on Thursday, Matt Derry with you on Locked On Lions, Locked On Podcast Network. Find me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, and also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. On the show today, we preview Detroit and Chicago. I have a couple of thoughts on this football game. Will this be the day, finally, that the Lions get their first win of 2021? They got a shot. And what is going on in Chicago right now is, like, out of control with their head coach. We'll explain coming up next. Jared Goff, it appears, is going to play on Thursday. He spoke today. So did Dan Campbell, a former Lion in the news. Uh, Two former Lions in the news down in Tennessee. Um... Deshaun Hand is back on injured reserve. A classic Detroit uh, sports old bit with Deshaun Hand. All of that today right here on Locked On Lions. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We appreciate that. You can find us, of course, on all platforms. We will have a Thanksgiving postgame pod on Thursday. We will have the crossover pod tomorrow. Lauren Cox, the host of Locked On Bears, will join me. And we'll preview this uh, just masterpiece of a football game that's coming up between the 3-7 and seven Bears and the 0-9-1 uh, Honolulu Blue and Silver uh, Gladiators. Well, seriously, Chicago right now is buzzing about their head coach, Matt Nagy. They hate him so much. They hate him so much that last night at the United Center, listen to this. This is courtesy of Micah Plofsky on Twitter. My boy Micah, the pride of Indiana University. And uh, Tep, um, Mike Plofsky was at the Bulls game last night and posted this on his Twitter. Take a listen to the Bulls fans. The Bulls are getting smoked by the Pacers. Shout out to the Pacers for a big defensive performance last night against uh, the Bulls. We're playing great. But this is the United Center last night. Listen to this courtesy of the Mike Plofsky Twitter machine. <laughs> That's like the fire millen chant at the palace back in the day when you know the Pistons would play a stinker, all of a sudden the fire millen chant would break out. Boy, oh boy. Now, if you think that's bad, that at a Bulls game they're screaming fire naggy because they've lost five in a row, uh, following their 16-13 loss to the Ravens the other day, uh, without Lamar Jackson. <laughs> oh no, it, it gets worse. Matt Nagy's son, Braden Nagy, plays high school football for Kerry Grove. They were playing Lake Forest last weekend, and Kerry Grove cruised to a 40-7 win. But during the game, <laughs> I hate to laugh at this, <laughs> the Kerry Grove students were yelling fire Nagy during the football game, and they directed it toward... Um, uh, Matt Nagy's kid. I mean, gee, geez, you know, not good. So the Lake Forest kids are all yelling fire Nagy because Braden Nagy plays for the team. 
<laughs> really? Fire Nagy chants at a high school football game? It's just nonstop. Remember, Matt Nagy won the NFC or NFL Coach of the Year in 2018. <clears throat> Can you believe that? The Bears were actually decent in 2018, but the last three years have been a disaster. There was a report today that turned out to be bogus that Matt Nagy is going to be fired after Thursday's game, no matter the outcome, and that you can't replace a guy in a short week. He had to address that today. It's a disaster in Chicago. And look, while it's not good here in Detroit, we know this. The Lions the last two weeks have competed very hard. They're coming home. Their schedule coming up after this is, is going to be pretty difficult to get that first win. They've already lost to the Bears once, and that was with Justin Fields. Now, Andy Dalton will be under center. If there's ever a chance, there's ever a time for the Lions to get off this schneid and win a football game, it is this weekend, or I should say it's this Thursday, um, against the Bears. I mean, you've got to, got to win. Chicago's about a four-point favorite, three and a half, four in some places. Our friends at betonline.ag have them at four right now. It's time to win. And I'm well aware of the Lions' history. I mean, the green, I was looking at my crack research staff told me this today. The Packers have won 13 games in each of their last two years, and they're eight and three this year. The Lions have won a total of 14 games since 2018. You know, fewest wins in the NFL since 2018. Lions 14, Jags 14, Jets 15, Giants 18, Bengals 18. I mean, it's just, we know about the offense. We know how bad things are. I I mean, the Lions had to announce today, or announce today that Big Sean is performing at halftime. You've got players on their Twitter accounts, including (coughs) backup linebacker Josh Woods, handing tickets out for Thursday. Because the crowd is going to be pretty sparse. And you know the league doesn't want to show overhead shots of Ford Field on the inside with nobody in the stands. It's embarrassing to the league. But now's the time. The team has competed the last couple of weeks following the Philadelphia debacle and the bye. They've played hard. They should have beaten Pittsburgh. They could have beaten Cleveland. This is a Bears team without Khalil Mack. Allen Robinson's a question mark. No Justin Fields. Eddie Jackson might not play. Eddie Goldman's banged up. Win this game. They're yelling fire Nagy all over town, including at high school football games. So now would be the time to do this, folks, if you're the Lions. You've got to win on Thursday. Home crowd. I know it's not going to be packed, but it's not like Bears fans are going to invade that stadium either. Chicago's just not playing good football. They're just not good. And we know the Lions aren't good, but if they can get the running game going and DeAndre Swift continues to play well and they can protect Jared Goff if he plays, and we'll get into that in a second, then they got a shot. They got a legit shot to win. All right, coming up next, uh, Jared Goff speaks. Dan Campbell speaks. What does this mean for the Lions on Thursday? We'll give you the latest next right here on Lockdown Lions. All right, uh, your tweets always welcome at Dairy Speaks and at Locked On Lions, of course, and the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. Uh, we will the crossover tomorrow with Lauren Cox, the host of Locked On Bears. Today, news of the day coming from Allen Park. 
Jared Goff says eh, he still thinks it's a game-time decision, but he feels better after practicing for the second straight day. He expects to be a game-time decision. Dan Campbell says Jared Goff looks better, and they are leaning towards him playing. Um, now, Campbell and Goff both denied today a Jason Lockenfora report that there was a breakdown between Goff and Anthony Lynn, and that's why Dan Campbell is calling the plays. Look, Jared Goff isn't good. All right? We, we've seen it. We've watched it with our own two eyes. But if I have to watch Tim Boyle on Thursday, or even David Blau for that matter, um, it's going to be a struggle bus. Goff thinks, again, Goff thinks he'll be a game-time decision. He doesn't know yet. He feels better. He feels healthier, despite the oblique injury that he suffered two weeks ago. Tim Boyle is not an NFL quarterback. We saw it this past weekend. He threw for 77 yards against the Browns defense that got lit up the week before by the Patriots. I think we're going to see Jared Goff on Thursday. I think that they are going to let him throw the football a little bit more if he can do it. Because I think Dan Campbell is, is, heard, is hearing the naysayers. I'm not saying Dan Campbell is reading the papers, listening to this podcast or anything like that, but you have to. You have to open this offense up a little bit. You have to find out what you have at receiver because those are some young guys that you need to take a look at. Is Josh Reynolds going to be on this team next year? You know, Tom Kennedy, any of these guys that they're trotting out, you got to see what they can do. Amon Ross St. Brown, yeah, he's a fourth-round pick. He'll probably be around, but... How do you know what these guys can do if you never involve them in the offense? Khalif Raymond, same thing, is on a one-year deal. Is he the Khalif Raymond of the Rams game when he had 100 yards receiving? Or is he the Khalif Raymond that has like four targets the last two weeks? I'm not saying turn this into uh, uh, the mid-'80s Houston Oilers Warren Moon offense. But let's see the ball thrown a little bit downfield. Let's give some confidence to our offense. Third and 15 draw plays are going to, you're going to get, you think Fire Nagy's going to go on. going to be Fire Campbell chance. So I like the fact that at least Jared Goff is possibly going to play. I, it sounds to me like he's going to go. <laughs> Look, this isn't the Jared Goff of, of, you know, three years ago when he put up 51 points or the 54 points in a win over the Chiefs. It's not. It's not the same guy. He just doesn't have the confidence. He doesn't have the arm strength he used to have. And he's been a shell of himself. But he gives the Lions the best chance to win as opposed to Tim Boyle or David Blau. And, he, you know, look, if he played through the oblique two weeks ago and rested last week, I think he'll be able to go this week. And... Let's just see a better mix of run and pass. Let's see them throw the ball a little bit downfield. This air yard stat that we gave you yesterday. I mean, they're averaging like 2.1 air yards a throw under Goff, and it was, I think, 1.7 against uh, with, with Boyle. It's ridiculous. It's Thanksgiving Day. Let's stop with the overly conservative Princeton basketball offense from Pete Carrill, and let's sling the rock around a little bit. And then get Deshaun... Uh, Deshaun. Um, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams involved. 
ground game-wise. I loved the first play from scrimmage the other day with Tim Boyle on the rollout to Brock Wright for the first down. Let's see Goff do that. He can. He's capable. I'm not saying he's going to scramble around like Lamar, but let's put some plays in the playbook and let's execute some plays and call some plays that are going to put people in the best positions to win and stop with the ultra-conservative BS. 0-9-1. You're playing the Bears. It's Thanksgiving Day and everybody's watching. Third and 11 draw plays, are the Lions are going to get laughed at nationally if that, if that takes place. So let's see what happens. Uh, uh, that's, that's the hope. And again, the Bears are banged up. They don't want to play. They want their coach gone. We told you about the reports yesterday. I mean, you know, if the Lions embarrass them Thursday, there's a good chance Nagy does get fired. So we'll see what happens. But I'm hopeful that we see, uh, again, I'm not expecting them to open it up, but, geez, we gotta we got to see something here. And you, the fans, deserve it. You don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to be going to Thanksgiving, talking to family, if some of you are, uh, are traveling or whatever, and they're like, what's with your football team? Why are they running on third and nine? Well, that's what Dan Campbell does. He doesn't have to transform into this superstar play caller and turn the Lions offense into Air Coriel. But I, I want to see some diversity a little bit here. I want to see what we saw in the Rams game. You don't need 17 fake punts and field goals, but open it up just a little bit. Let's find out what we have here. That's what this season is for. All right, a couple of former Lions are in the news. And yes, Deshaun Hand is back on the injured reserve list. Here's a, You won't believe the stat on Deshaun Hand. This guy just never could get healthy. Uh, want to remind you, though, about betonline.ag. It's Thanksgiving. We all know what that means. Football. And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. BetOnline has you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving. There's, there's three games on Thanksgiving. And NBA. And college football. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code LOCKEDON to receive that bonus. It's not just football. BetOnline's got pro and college basketball, NHL, boxing, UFC, everything you want. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, we're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. All right, so I mentioned this before. Deshaun Hand was basically on the last year of his deal in sort of a, you know, prove me wrong type of season, a Missouri type season, a show me type season. Fourth round pick in 2018, final year of his contract. And Deshaun Hand today was placed on injured reserve again. That's the fifth time. He's been on IR in his four years in the NFL. Five times in four years. He's got a groin injury. He's out for the year. The team elevated Tommy Kramer, who actually played pretty well the other day at right guard uh, for Vitae. He was signed from the practice squad to the active roster. Of course, he was elevated the other day. Deshaun Hand played in just 29 games in four years for the Lions. And this will be his... 30th game that he's missed due to injury. 
So it's you got to figure this is the end of Deshaun Hand. And it's too bad because I think the Lions, when they drafted him in 2018, we all went, wow, kid out of Alabama, pretty good defensive tackle, can play both inside and outside, and he just could never, ever get healthy. Ever. And Kramer, uh, being elevated to the active roster, played 33 snaps the other day. And uh, like he's going to start, you would think, on Thursday against the Bears if Halapulabati Vitae's concussion symptoms uh, don't improve. So there's that opportunity. But Deshaun Handman, second time this year on IR, big number 93. And you got to figure right now this is it for him as a Lion. Another Bob Quinn swing and miss in the draft. Now, again, it's a fourth-round pick, but how many of these guys— you know, this is why this team has no depth, because Bob Quinn's drafts going back handfuls of years, just, you know, the Vitae's of the world, not Vitae, the um, Tavai's of the world, the Deshaun Hands, all of these guys, on Johnson, none of them have panned out. The, mid, the, the early to mid-round picks um, have caused this team to just have such poor depth because none of these guys have panned out. Yeah, TJ, you know, you, you hit a couple of... No, decent home runs with Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift. But all in all, when you build through the draft, and this is why Brad Holmes, the next next couple of years drafts are going to be so big, you just have no depth. Because guys like Deshaun Hand not only you know didn't perform, but they can't even stay healthy. So that's a bummer, certainly. And that was announced today by the Lions. Also today, two former Lions in the news down in Tennessee. One departing and one coming in. Adrian Peterson, gone. Tennessee Titans have released the veteran running back. Who's taking his roster spot? I can't believe this. Golden Tate has been signed to the practice squad of the Tennessee Titans. Golden is back. The legendary wide receiver loved his time here in Detroit. Um, Kevin Strong also signed by the Titans. Uh, the former Lion D lineman. So it's a former Lion fiesta, as Mike Valeni would say. But Golden Tate on the practice squad of the Titans, that's a guy that could help Tennessee. I still think Golden can play. And nobody signed him after the Giants let him walk. Uh, but he's got a new home. He'll be on the Titans practice squad. And I bet he gets an opportunity later on in the year. I'd love to see Golden back in the playoffs with the Titans. All right, tomorrow. Our buddy Lauren Cox, Locked on Bears, will join us for the Wednesday crossover. We'll have a post-game pod on Thursday. Big Sean performing at halftime for the 12:30 kick. Um, thank goodness that it's Joe Buck and Troy Aikman and not LeVar Arrington on Thursday. We barely touched on that. That was one of the worst broadcasts I've ever heard. Ever. Ever. Self-inflicted wounds. If I would have had a drinking game with LeVar Arrington saying that, I would have been in the hospital. We'll talk to you again tomorrow for the crossover.